Whistleblower's false claim of first-hand knowledge raises doubts. Written by Luis Miguel. Wednesday, October, 2, 2019. In an interview this week, former Trump official Fred Flights said that the complaint filed by the anonymous whistleblower in the Trump-Ukraine controversy showed the anonymous official checked boxes saying he had first-hand knowledge of the president's alleged misconduct, a claim disproven by the content of the complaint itself, all of which is comprised of hearsay and second-hand information. The whistleblower checked boxes saying he had both first-hand and hearsay evidence for his complaint, noted Flights, president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy, a former deputy assistant to President Trump, and the former chief of staff to former National Security Advisor John Bolton, Flights continued. The whistleblower has actually opened up a new can of worms in that he said, in the whistleblower complaint, he had first-hand and second-hand information on this, and we know he didn't have first-hand information. For me, this confirms that this whistleblower is a liar. This whistleblower is pursuing a partisan campaign to undermine this president, and despite the intelligence community's efforts to cover for him, they've actually made it worse. As the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community confirmed in a statement, the whistleblower used a 2018 form that required individuals filing a complaint to possess first-hand knowledge of any alleged misconduct. The Intelligence Community Inspector General cannot transmit information via the ICWPA Intelligence Community Whistleblower Protection Act based on an employee's secondhand knowledge of wrongdoing, the form used by the whistleblower read. It also featured the bolded phrase, first-hand information required, if you think that wrongdoing took place, but can provide nothing more than second-hand or unsubstantiated assertions, the Intelligence Community Inspector General will not be able to process the complaint or information for submission as an ICWPA, the form concluded. However, this policy was changed and a new form was made available to members of the intelligence community on September 24, 2019, at 4.25 p.m., mere days before the complaint against President Trump was declassified and publicly released. The new form and policy dropped the previous requirement that the individual filing must possess first-hand knowledge. As Sean Davis of The Federalist noted, the Ukraine call complaint against Trump is riddled not with evidence directly witnessed by the complainant, but with repeated references to what anonymous officials allegedly told the complainant, I have received information from multiple U.S. government officials. Officials have informed me. Officials with direct knowledge of the call informed me. The White House officials who told me this information. I was told by White House officials. The officials I spoke with. I was told that a State Department official. I learned from multiple U.S. officials. One White House official described this act. Based on multiple readouts of these meetings recounted to me. I also learned from multiple U.S. officials. The U.S. officials characterized this meeting. Multiple U.S. officials told me. I learned from U.S. officials. I also learned from a U.S. official. Several U.S. officials told me. I heard from multiple U.S. officials, and multiple U.S. officials told me, despite the text on the previous complaint form and its timely change, the Office of Intelligence Community Inspector General Michael Atkinson maintains that official policy has always been to accept complaints made without first-hand knowledge, declaring in its statement. Although the form requests information about whether the complainant possesses first-hand knowledge about the matter about which he or she is lodging the complaint, there is no such requirement set forth in the statute. In fact, by law the complainant, or any individual in the intelligence community who wants to report information with respect to an urgent concern to the Congressional Intelligence Committees, need not possess first-hand information in order to file a complaint or information with respect to an urgent concern. 
The ISIG cannot add conditions to the filing of an urgent concern that do not exist in law. Since Inspector General Atkinson entered on duty as the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, the ISIG has not rejected the filing of an alleged urgent concern due to a whistleblower's lack of first-hand knowledge of the allegations. The ISIG statement admitted, however, that the whistleblower checked a box that said I have personal and or direct knowledge of events or records involved, a claim contradicted not only by the whistleblower's account, but also by a transcript of the relevant phone call between President Trump and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky that was released by the White House. The transcript disproved key allegations made by the whistleblower, including that President Trump demanded Ukraine return computer servers related to possible foreign interference in the 2016 election and that the president told Zelensky to keep the current prosecutor at the time, Yuri Lutsenko. Flights concluded by arguing that the whistleblower should reveal his identity. The president has a right to face his accusers, and making anonymous accusations like this is not the American way. Why is this person hiding? What's really going on here? Is he a partisan? Is he somebody the CIA was about to fire? We need to find out. Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.